Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Lick. The Daily Lick. The <laughs> Lick. <laughs> so when I'm, I say it, it's so sexual. I know why. I don't know why. Just my voice. I don't know why. It's, it's just, your voice, actually. You've got a very deep voice. So I think anything. It likes the word lick for some reason. Yeah, I think I think anything you say could sound sexual. Like say something like I don't know. I've got a face for radio. Paper bag or something. Can you make that sound sexual? Paper bag. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Edit that out. God. Okay, let's get into it. I think there are school kids listening to this. <laughs> One school kid actually commented. Why did you say paper bag anyway? I was trying to think of like the least sexual Creep. thing I could think of. Hey, creepy. What do you mean? I know. God, it's not even sexual. Okay, so on today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to scale a business from zero to $1 million in revenue in a year. Now, I know you've done this a few times. You've actually done it in a short time. What's the shortest period of time? Uh, quickest amount of time I've done this is in four months. Four months. Well done. And on a budget of $300. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that was a, yeah look, people go, oh, how do you do it so quickly? You've got to have the formula. And yep. what I mean by the formula is have a great product, have a great service, have great lead generation or great marketing, mm-hmm. and then have a great sales strategy. Yeah. Whether that's inbound, outbound, whether you're a product or service, we're a service-based company. So for us, it was a great service, great lead generation, and then my sales team were basically taking orders. Mm. So people wanted our service. It was a hot product. My guys are like, yeah, this we can do this, we can do this. This is what we can do. And now we're basically just taking orders. And that first business was... Uh, that was a digital marketing business. And a service that existed. You just refined the offering that was in the market. Yeah, correct. And then the second one that went from zero to a million in just a few months was Removeify. Mm-hmm. And we launched that eight months ago. Yeah. The reason that business did so well, it was so bloody unique. There was yeah. nothing like it on the planet and there still was nothing like it on the planet. And what we have, people want... There's a lot of unwanted content out there and people want it removed. Mm. So we basically started great lead generation, got some amazing PR nationally and the leads were pouring in. Yeah. And my sales guys were just literally taking orders. Yeah. I think it was because you, they they coined you or they called you the revenge porn king. I feel like <laughs> Thanks that. Thanks for bringing that up. I feel like uh, that generated a lot of leads. And our unique selling point was people don't pay until they got results. So there was nothing up front. Whereas other businesses you pay... Five ten thousand dollars up front, and, and then if you get results, great. If you don't, too bad. Yeah. So it was. It's a very easy sell. Yeah. So you need to make sure your unique selling point is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Now tell me about Cody. What's your main point of difference? We've already spoken about this. This is not the topic. This is people want to know how you. Yeah, but, yeah, but how do you, you scale Cody? How, people want to know how to make through me probably. Oh, geez, ego's kicking in. No, as in... Ego. So, so Cody, Lisa (laughs) is Cody. Lisa is Cody. No. It's on record. (laughs) (laughs) No, sorry. What I meant to say was I was living and breathing the platforms that we were selling so I could see the opportunities. So with Instagram, I was very active on the platform. That was one of the packages. She doesn't mean this. As an influencer, I'm not an influencer, but I've sort of dabbled in that area. So that's how, you know, we go, okay, cool. There's an opportunity in the influencer space. And I could see it from both the agency side and and the brand side or working from the influencer side. With LinkedIn, very active on LinkedIn. That's how we got that product. Newest one is TikTok. I I actually wasted my whole weekend on TikTok, embarrassingly, because I'm trying to look for opportunities 
opportunities on the platform. We actually met with TikTok last week. We've done a podcast on it. So if you want to hear more about TikTok, check that out. But I definitely feel like the point of difference that I have compared to other agency owners is I'm actually living and breathing the things that I'm that we're selling to our clients. And I think that's a really big part of it because then I not only see the initial opportunity, but then I see, I see new opportunities when the platforms change because I'm on it. I think one of the keys to building a scalable business quickly, you need to have speed and urgency. Yes. So, for example, if a lead comes in, don't wait until you call it. Jump on the phone within five minutes. Agree. So, with our business, Agree. if a lead comes in, it has to be called within five minutes. If it's not, I'm notified. And then so you I'm, yell at someone. No, no. I go, I go John. <laughs> Even though we don't have John in the business, Stephen. Stephen, how, how come this lead hasn't been called? And they give me a good excuse. Why? If the excuse is crap. I'm like, okay, I'm going to cut your leads. Shout out to Stephen, who I know would answer any leads within five minutes. Oh, he's been answering leads in about seven minutes lately. Oh, Stephen. No, no, no. I'm only joking, Stephen. <laughs> Love you. Look, so you have speed and urgency to have very strong systems and processes in place. So make sure your business doesn't break. Yeah. Because if your business does break, you're going to lose your clients. Yeah, exactly. And can actually, I think that's that's the challenge with growth. It's amazing to have growth and everyone wants that growth. But if you're not geared up to manage it, then it can actually be the worst thing for your business. Correct. And then I know that you've, you've in the past mentioned that uh, when your business was growing, you hired for bums on seats rather than talent. So when you're growing really fast, you can get really desperate and you just hire literally the first person that walks in the door because you just need someone to do something, yep. but they're not always the best person. Yep. Make sure your lead gen, lead gen strategy is absolutely amazing. So if you are a service-based company, how do you generate leads? Is it Facebook? Is it LinkedIn? Is it uh, cold calling? EDMs, there are so many avenues where you can generate leads, develop your own strategy, and then make sure your sales pitch is absolutely outstanding. And, you know, if you've got, you know, very little money when you start, like, I mean, you started your first business in digital marketing with $300. Yeah, I just cold called from but, page to Google. Yeah, exactly. And it makes it even easier now because you can use LinkedIn. So you can literally target people with certain job titles and you can message them and that's free. So If I, if I had absolutely no money, I would be all over LinkedIn. Yeah. Every single day. I'm, I'm all over LinkedIn now. But <laughs> I would be literally hustling hard on LinkedIn, trying to generate business. Hoeing yourself out. Oh, day and night. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, no, literally. If I, I wouldn't be, I'd be sleeping a few hours a night and just on LinkedIn 24-7 yeah. trying to win business. Yeah. And how would you do that? I'd be, I'd be reaching out, cold messages. Mm, what do those messages say? It depends on the business. Mm. What's yours? What are your messages? <laughs> what, what are your say? messages? No, come on. <laughs> you put me on the spot? I'll put you on the spot because you do it every single day. How does your cold message look like? I try and do something quite tailored and, and have a bit of personality. I've been trying. I Actually, I haven't been trying. I tried like one video message and I don't think she ever got back to me. But I do want to try a video message. Because I'm all over video on LinkedIn, so I feel like it's a little bit more personal. I don't mind sending that video message, but if you're if I'm going to cold reach out to someone, I give them value. So I think, how can I bring value rather than message them and just ask for something in return? Because, like a lot of people that what's an example you, of value? You'd be was well, I'd say, uh, come on my LinkedIn, I can promote your business. So I'd give them value first, and then I'd go in for the. No, you the close. don't. I do. Why? No. What do you mean? Why? No, you don't. Why? I say that. I do when I, that. When I do a cold outreach, I try to look for a common connection. So mutual friends. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you're, that is absolute bullshit. What are you talking about? I, I've never seen you do that. You, could, you, what, do I'm you calling, have access to my... I'm calling to my, Lisa out. I'm calling her out Do you have right access now. to my private messages? My DMs? Go through them. Have a look. 
Yeah, I will. <laughs> I absolutely will. You see a lot of thirsty I'm messages calling, in calling, there from guys. I'm calling BS on this. Oh my God, I get so many thirsty messages. It's gross. Stop Anyways, it. I try to find a common connection. So we've got mutual friends. If, I, if, we, if we don't have mutual friends, then try and add value. But I don't know, well, I don't know what that looks like at this stage. Mm-hmm. I, I do it per person or per industry. Yeah. So do you try and find out, do you ask them what value that, that you could give them? Or do you try and work out what value you think you can give them? I work it out. Yeah. I don't want to ask them in case they're a, a Fortune 500 company. They can't be seen as receiving gifts. Mm, yeah. So I try and work out myself by giving – yeah, I, I play by you, yeah. case by case. What's your success rate from reaching out to people with cold? Because I know you've been hoeing yourself out a lot lately. Uh, look, it's probably 25% Re- Response rate. rate? Yeah. As in someone responds to you or like, you, get, like, you, you get a I hit, call or If I hit 100 people, which I don't hit 100 people, if I do 10 – I'm probably going to get two or three or four back on average. See, I think that's really good for people to know because a lot of people are too scared to message people because they worry they won't get a response. And I think it actually makes them not even try. To me, it doesn't bother me at all. But the thing is, it's good to know that even someone like you won't always get a response. So it's not personal. Well, I mean, for you, it's probably personal because people don't like you. (laughs) And keep in mind, a lot of people actually... Yes, they're on LinkedIn, but they're not active on LinkedIn. Yeah. So they may not check their messages. Yeah. That's why I keep telling myself. <laughs> but then you can see that they've read it. You're left on red. They don't love me. Later. I can see they've read it. Why didn't they reply? <laughs> That's how I get stressed. <laughs> check out our previous episode on how to deal with stress. <laughs> if you're anything like Nick. Well, yeah, you know, I think just hearing that you, that people don't reply to you will hopefully give some people a bit of a, you know. I'm going to go cry myself to sleep now. Oh, get, get you a tissue. <laughs> uh, but yeah i think just go for it and yeah like you know like nick said if you want to scale a business just make sure you have all those processes and everything in place and maybe i should do what you do show me the skin you're selling people don't want to see your skin (laughs) you got nothing people want to see that is true it's like old (laughs) (laughs) it's old dried up skin. old dried up skin yeah you're almost 40 now you look older i thought you were older please (laughs) (laughs) well on that note um if you're as shocked as i was that nick was only 40 i thought he was older um please 39 thank you very much (laughs) almost 40 jesus there's gonna be a four in front of your age that's scary hey you're on you're on the wrong side of 35 scary i've got plenty of time wrong side of 35 Plus, i look young too really yeah. Take the makeup off. Let's. I'll look even. Take, take that mask off at night. And we'll you know see what? what? I'll actually look even younger. <laughs> take it off. I'll look even younger. We should do like a LinkedIn post. Who looks younger, oh, Lisa 100%. or Nick? I've never seen Lisa without makeup. Actually, I look we should, younger. We should start a bit of a, a drive. I'll donate a thousand dollars. No. To see Lisa without makeup for one whole week. Oh my god, that's not happening. And we'll donate the money to charity. A million dollars. A thousand dollars. A million. We can start it right now. It's a million. <laughs> It's a million or bust. A thousand dollars if Lisa doesn't wear makeup for the entire week. I won't wear makeup for an entire week if you donate a million dollars to charity. No, a thousand. No, a million. It's not worth it. A thousand. thousand. No, that's like bloody your coffee money. (laughs) (laughs) You reach under your bloody mattress and get that money out. Coffee (laughs) money. Expensive coffees. (laughs) Well, on that note, uh, (laughs) thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Uh, We'll be back on air tomorrow. If you like what you've heard, please give us a rating review and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys.